Let's check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. We're going to get an update on the Ferry Creek protest situation. Yes, it is still going on. Good morning, Vaughn. Hey, good morning, Simeon. Hey, I was listening to your discussion with the pollster, Daryl Bricker, about the big issues for Canadians this summer. And, and one thing that jumped out at me that wasn't on the list mm-hmm. is residential schools. Oh, good point. And, you know, I... I, I our our news directors collectively and our editors collectively and reporters and pundits have, I think, paid a warranted amount of attention, especially here in British Columbia, but right across the country, to the residential school issue, uh, really since the big story broke out of Kamloops right at the end of May. Um, I think they made the right judgment. I think those that story is important. And I don't think the fact that the issue didn't show up in the poll means that Canadians don't care about that issue. But it does communicate something to me, which is a reminder of something that uh, John Horgan said that his departing chief political advisor, Bob Dewar, told him, which is, um, yeah, there's all these stories that the media and the opposition parties and scandals and everything, but just remember, elections are decided by things that are top of mind for ordinary, often working people. Uh, how does this affect me? Uh, am I paying tolls on the bridges? What about housing affordability for my kids? We need child care because the two of us are both working and we need somebody and some system to look after our children. So I, I was impressed with the issues that were top of mind in yeah. that poll, health care, climate change. Climate change is connecting to people now because of things like it the is. welfare story and the heat dome. The economy, obviously. Um, affordability, which is the broadest issue you can get because it's everything from, as I said, are you paying bridge tolls to can your kids afford a house? And COVID-19 is still out there. Um, I, that was a really insightful poll. And it, I think as we head into a federal election, watch the political parties. How often are they talking about the issues that affect everyone how often are they just tailoring their message to more specialized audiences? Yeah, that, to me, that what's interesting is the balancing act that the liberals are going to have to do here for sure, yeah. because they're apparently there's everybody says they're leading in the polls, but if the economy doesn't improve in the next few months, yep. that will also become a bigger issue, I think, for liberal voters. And at the same time, they're balancing, you know, making sure that they cover the, the left flank, right? Because we know yep. Jigmeet Singh is becoming more and more popular. But they also have to worry about the economy, too. Yeah, no, that's true. And, you know, Singh, uh, he's... he's the, the reason the federal liberals are paying so much pro- attention to the child care issue is because the New Democrats made that a big issue and I think have been pushing it here in British Columbia for a long time, but across the country, so that's true as well. So, yeah, I mean, we... In the media, the news media, the political parties, you have to cover off an awful lot of issues. And as I said, I think the residential schools issue was important. But I also think that, yeah, as we go into a federal election, which everyone expects, um, you also have to look at uh, the issues that sort of affect everyone. I mean, people out there, especially people who are working, people who aren't you know, sort of full-time pundits like me or uh, approaching retirement like me, uh, there's an awful lot of very pressing issues ahead of them. And that, that's, that's real, the, the real world, and that's the real world of politics as well. 
So true. All right. Let's talk about those protests then up in Ferry Creek. I think people would be surprised to hear they are still going on. Uh, They're still going on. And, you know, it's a troublesome issue for the New Democrats because the showdown is in the premier's riding and because the showdown ultimately is between two groups that in the past the NDP has relied on support for. So you've got the logging side of the industry, resource development, people who cut trees down and process them for their livelihood and communities that depend on it, First Nations community out there, and you've also got environmentalists. So, yes, it's still going on, and I could say it's heating up. Um, I know Gord McDonald has reported on your news just now that you had more arrests out there again, 16 arrests. That pushes the total close to 500, and, well... Uh, activists, environmental activists, tend not to have much of a sense of irony, I guess is the best you could say, um, to uh, prevent uh, the police and the loggers from getting at the protest against cutting down trees. They've been cutting down trees. Uh, RCMP <laughs> say they've cut down a dozen and a half trees. Really? It's a safety issue. Okay, I get it. They're not cutting down old growth and they're protesting old growth, but still... Uh, that one has gone on a long time. It's still going on, and it's arguably getting messier. It certainly sounds like it, too. And so but we're not talking Clackwatt Sound here size. Not yet. So Clackwatt Sound is still the biggest uh, logging protest in modern times in British Columbia and probably ever. Uh, there were almost a 1,000 arrests there and eventually they uh, upgraded some of the arrests to criminal contempt for defying earlier court orders. So the count out of Ferry Creek at the moment is just under 500 arrests and this is interesting, the prosecution service in BC has now said that they're considering criminal contempt charges uh, over repeated defiance of uh, the injunctions against blocking the roads out there. So that one is, uh, as I say, it's heating up, arguably. It's certainly not over by any means. Right. And you mentioned the company here involved, Till Jones. Like, they've certainly had, I think, a tough time uh, getting their message out. Yeah, they have. And I got a note from somebody the other day saying, why haven't you mentioned the, the nice thing they did? And a uh, fair comment. Uh, Teal Jones, this is, uh, their mill is based in Surrey. Um, they've donated enough lumber to build, rebuild 50 homes at Lytton. So, you know, the company is alert to the fact that the logging companies don't necessarily always have the best reputation here, although, you know, the cutting rights are theirs. Uh, the injunction was awarded to them. Um, they are employing people, as I say, out one of the last mills, I think, in Metro Vancouver area. It's out in Surrey. Uh, one of the things that mill makes is um, the tops for guitars. They're, they're, uh, they are a value-added industry. And yeah, give them credit. They've donated enough wood to Litton to help rebuild 50 homes, uh, that's a good move on their part. Yeah, it is a good move on their part. Uh, okay, just quickly, let's also talk about what's going on in universities here. This UBC Student Society story is very interesting. It's in the news this morning about how the society is calling for, well, essentially tougher measures on campus. Yeah, our government, especially here in British Columbia, has not been enthusiastic about the idea of stronger measures, uh, or even at universities and colleges, American universities 
universities, as you know, are, are going back to uh, some pretty tough rules. Uh, Student Society at UBC AMS is calling for, yeah, masks in the classroom and double vaccination in student residence. So yeah, it may be that the younger generation is more alert to the threat. Uh, they, get, they get beaten up and picked on all the time, so I'll give them credit. They may be more alert to the threat um, than the oldsters who run our provincial government. Uh, yeah, but that's what's going on in the United States, right? Like, there's a yeah. number of different universities that are doing that. Yeah, they are. And look, the, <laughs> we wouldn't want to wish the American circumstances on ourselves. I see Dr. Fauci on the weekend warning that America's headed in the wrong direction. Wall Street Journal reporting that the Delta variant is, what, two to three times more communicable than the original version of COVID-19, and a stat that no American state wants to be boasting about. There are 20 American states who had more people die than get born last year uh, in the middle of the pandemic. Times are changing. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Sam. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun coming up next. Oh, lots to tell you about, too. We're going to talk about tourism. That's coming up next.